0: Hello, this is Dr. Slayton live and I want to refocus today's discussion back on the child and I want to make it relative to parents, teachers, health and human service professionals working with children, youth and young adults. So I want to refocus on the K-14 through 14 groups and I want to talk about mental health without saying the word mental health, but reference the dynamic to the difficult, the troubled, and the high need child, youth, and young adult moving through the school system with damaged sense and receive path functions and everyone diagnosing them in relation to traditional diagnostics. But when you talk about sense and receive path functions, that's one of the things that make us unique as human beings, because we have a brain and the brain can choose not to participate. So you're you're running a diagnostic, but you're not acknowledging that the receiver of the test can choose not to participate and ignore what you're trying to gauge in terms of their overall functionality. So the perspective I want to talk from is my 2016 education and science book in the best interest of the child where I did a lot of this work and I got a lot of information and data on doing diagnostics that run throughout the book. And I bring that up to say, we're looking at a crisis where children who have damaged sense and receive path functions enter school and just falls farther and farther behind because you're trying to die, you're trying to apply testing to a child's sense path and ignore their receive path, right which is you're testing the social cognitive functions and not the neural processing functions or how they interrelate or interconnect to give you the picture of whether this child can be informed or not. And so from that perspective, I talk about the best news of the child because your diagnostic has to be relative to what people actually are and can do when they're disrupted, right? And they choose not to perform for you. And I say this because I deal with the basics. Now, hear me out. The basics is the minute you walk in the room and you see the child, you're dealing with the sense of feel. But if you don't recognize the sense of feel and you try to engage that child, and you say the child is not responsive, well, the child told you they had, they did not have a sense of care for you because you didn't get a sense of feel for self from that child when you looked at them, there was no interaction. Those are the ter- first two variables that you, you use a diagnostic to test. The child's contact, social cognitive, and the child's neural processing, the interaction, okay? One's visible, the other's invisible in the transfer of the information to the brain or to your brain, right? And so I'm saying to you that the first step in understanding these children today, with the internet especially, and with distance workplace opportunities where they don't have to go into a fixed location at school and can sit at home and do better. Because they don't have to interact and make that contact, which is complex, when you have a damaged sins and receive path. But the problem is, you find these children, they are so out of control with their sense of feel for self. I mean, they're angry, they're fearful, and they're loaded with anxiety because they don't want you to know just how scared they are because of the way they feel inside. The way their voices are running them into Feelings of anxiety that make them lash out to put you in fear so that you won't realize how afraid they are, right? And I'm not talking about something that is normal. I'm talking about something that is normal. And then the parent who's working with a troubled, high-need child who's difficult. You're disappointed. You're frustrated. You get hostile at times because... It's disappointing when you see it's your child and your child's not accepting your contact to transfer it into cognitive processing to realize you're on their side just trying to teach them what's difficult for you to teach because it deals with neural processing of the brain. But see, I just broke that down because all you gotta do is study the contact interaction and realize that what you see is the interaction piece. Now you just have to figure out what the brain is actually saying to you, right? And all I'm saying is, what do you look for? That child's sense of feel for self. And you know that because they show signs of care, right? And you see signs of care, that means you have their cooperation. If you don't have their cooperation, and you don't put yourself out. You got to work to develop the sense of feel for self, that child's sense of feel for self. You got to connect the child to the brain, their brain. And if you can't do that, that is your problem. But that's why you practice, because how long do you think you're going to have this child? Teacher, how long do you think you're going to have this child inside your environment where you're charged with trying to inform this brain? Well, then that's your timeline. And what are you doing? You're practicing, teaching this child how to make contact. And in the contact, you're looking for feelings of care. That's what you're looking for. And once you see feelings of care, now you can attach it to the interaction with the brain. Because in order for the child to show management and control over the body and the brain, they have to show you signs of care. They have to care. Otherwise, it's going to look chaotic because nothing's being focused. So all I'm trying to understand is that this crisis that we're dealing with is a learning crisis. I'm not a psychologist. I'm, not, I'm in my own field. I'm a human learning consultant. been doing it for 30 years. And what am I looking at? Sense and receive path functions. What am I using? Human system science to study a brain, body, and sense events. And why does that make sense? Because I'm talking about the brain's body. And that's what you got to realize when I talk to you about a sense of feel for self in the brain. I'm saying that the brain must be in the lead of your discovery. You don't look at the body because the body gets you crossed up. Because the body cannot read. The body cannot feel. The body absorbs the contact interaction and relies on the brain to respond. That's why you deal with the brain on the front. Because the brain is what controls the body. And if you understand what I'm saying, if you're dealing with the brain, the brain is a social organ. It lives off the contact. But you got to realize that you're not dealing with the social cognitive on the front. You're dealing with the neural processing on the front because you want to connect the social cognitive environmental effects with the sense of feel for self, which is hurt, and the transfer to the brain. So now you want that child's participation. You just move them through contact interaction. So they're cooperating. But how do you convince them to participate socially and publicly? That's why you practice teaching this child how to make contact. Teaching this child how to interact. And everything that you experience before I talk to you, you're going to experience again. But what you're doing is you're developing competency and capacity between you and the child. The child is developing capacity, you're developing competency in learning the child's brain within the context of learning your own. Because within the study of the child's sense of feel for self is your sense of feel for self in your brain because you are sending forward feed to respond to the child. And what I say to you is this, if you don't believe me, just think about this. When you're working with that kid and they throw that negative energy at you and you back up a little bit, or if you get frustrated, disappointed, and hostile, that's the reaction they wanted, right? But when you change that to signs of care, what do you get from that child? No, it's not the same because now they're studying you because they're Their whole game was, how do I get you off my back? I put you in a state of fear. I let you know. If you don't back up, I'm going to act out even more. And what are you saying? You're saying, wait a minute. But if you're going to do it, let me check this out so I can lead you to understand. And I can understand how you're really interacting with me. Because you really love me. You know, even the teacher. You don't, not like me because you know what I'm trying to do because enough kids in here social cognitively for you to know that they are social and you can see that they are trying to work with me and you really want to work with me. There's just something wrong with your sense path transferring that content to the neural processing variables of thought and reflection. And maybe it's the reflection that's really getting you tripped up because that forward feed Right, is reminding you of what happened and was happening in the context of what could happen if you follow my instruction. And that's the complexity, right? Because that's the hurdle that you're trying to get them to move through. And that's why I'm saying to you, and the best of the child, I always talk from this perspective because you see, you gotta be patient. It's like the kids gotta be patient because you know you're trying to get them to catch up. But they don't just catch up, they're sponges. You you lead them through the contact today, and when you're not there, they're practicing, moving through interaction somewhere else. But the continuum is what? X amount of years, K through 14. How many teachers, how many health and human service professionals are online between that period, the start point, and the possible end point? And between those dynamics, what you're trying to do is get that brain position to kick in. And when the brain kicks in, it's still your work. Mom, teacher, peer, friend, health and human service professional, still your work. See, it just doesn't happen on your continuum. That's why I say to you, you study the brain, not the body because you're learning the child's brain, not their body, not behaviorism and output. You want to get in front of it. You don't want to be behind it and just absorb the negative energy to detect the crises. No, you can feel the crises up front. But what you want to transfer is that feeling and get that kid's sense of feel reorganized and reestablished because it's not there. And once you establish a sense of feel for the contacts, see how easy that was, it's, 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 it's a very simple process variable. Your sense of feel is a combination, as I said in the previous podcast, of the physical you and the neural you, plus the environmental variables of the natural world and then self coming at you. That's the complexity. And so when I talk about children have to move through emotion, thought, and reflection, that's what I mean. It's coming them simultaneously through backward and forward feed. And that's why you deal with the sense of feel for self on the front. And I to you about the sense, feel, and focus cycle because that's what you're teaching the child if you're following my process. Sense to feel to focus. Self and the brain. Why? So that you can handle that emotions already in your sense passing when the brain forward feeds. That thought and reflection has got emotion in it. That child's emotion is now reorganized in the forward feed to help balance the negative feelings that are already in the sense path, in the mood state. That's created the negative state of mind, the program state of mind that you're trying to change. And that's what I'm talking about. So I'm going to come back, but I want to, I want to let you hear it one more time. I always play Sandra for you. And so Sandra... Podcast. So, so Sandra... Is going to
1: welcome to the Brain's Body Podcast, hosted by Dr. Christopher K. Slayton, human learning consultant, Progressive Investing Institute of Focused Learning, author, Education and Science The Brain's Body Help to Improve Brain, Body, and Sense Events, Understanding the Challenges and Demands of the Difficult, Troubled, and High Need Child. Talk to the Brain. As a human learning consultant, Dr. Slayton has worked with children who suffer from damaged sense and receive path functions that affect how they move through feelings of emotion, thought, and reflection. More to the point, this is a problem of disconnect between a sense of feel for self and the brain. This is a learning problem that involves not being able to feel contact when the social cognitive path has been upset by environmental experiences. Influenced perhaps by life inside the home, learning inside the school, thinking inside the neighborhood, or responding in the workplace. This learning problem becomes more complex when there is a lack of capacity to interact to receive and transfer a sense of feel for self and the brain to bridge the flow of emotion, thought and reflection through neural processing. When you lack a sense of feel for the experience of emotion, you are more prone to react out of anger, fear, or anxiety. When you lack a sense of feel for the experience of thought, you are more prone to respond through signs of confusion or a lack of care. And, when you lack a sense of feel for self and the brain, you are more prone to dummying down sense and receive path functions to ignore feelings of self and the brain. Preparing sense and receive path functions for the flow of emotion, thought, and reflection. Do not fall into the trap of studying the body to discover what is in a mood state. Study the brain to learn how contact affects the sense path and how interaction affects the transfer of thought in the received path. When you study the body, you are apt to ignore signs of a child's sense of feel for self as a state of care. When you study the brain, you are seeking to assess the flow of emotion, thought, and reflection through your sense of feel for self and the child's sense and received path functions. In other words, you are assessing the social cognitive states of emotion in forward feed and the neural processes of thought and reflection in backward feed. The brain releases backward feed to respond in the lead of the body. Hence, you look at the body to learn what the behavior lacks. If it's signs of care, then they ignored the contact. If it's signs of cooperation, then they blocked the interaction between a sense of feel for self and the brain through the received path. Work on a sense of feel for the contact. Work on signs of care for the experience of interaction. Work on feelings of cooperation between points of contact and interaction to bridge the sense of feel for self and the bring-through signs of care. Work on decoding stages of participation between the way you make contact, interact, and cooperate to perform. Acting through feelings of hurt.
0: Brain talk. Talking to the brain, the brain's body. So I'm I'm trying to bring it into a higher focus. So when you tune into the Brain's Body podcast, what I'm trying to get you to envision is the brain and the lead of the body, right? Through your sense of feel for self. Because we're created. And when we're created, That sense of feel for self has to be connected in the process of the journey, the experience. That's why the child is confused because they have to experience self through feelings, right? Energy, action, and feelings, which you're born with is racing straight through you the blood and oxygen, right? But you have to to be connected, plugged in, not processed in, not programmed in, I mean, backwards, processed in through the experience of years of experiencing the experience of self in relation to other people and the environment. Now it begins to make sense, but that's what you have to learn how to connect on the continuum that I've been talking through. That child's sense of feel for self in the brain because that's what you're scoring. So if you say the child has a learning disability, you're saying that they're disconnected. Their sense and receive path is not working together. They're not transferring the social cognitive events of the environment successfully to neurologic interaction with the brain and the forward feed process cycles of responding. And so what I'm saying to you is you work with the child's brain because over the continuum, you want to increase their human potential, their capacity to respond. Now, many children fall behind, but answer me this. Why is the child can fall behind and then turn 18 and then between 18 and 25 catch catch up to a greater degree? Because they began to make the transfer as they began to fall into their self after grade school, their real world experiences, right? Where the interaction was was happening is happened and by the placement of God's spirit, you got through it. But it was always in you. What triggered it? right? So what I'm saying is you have to connect that child's sense of feel for self and that's what you're doing when you work with the brain and not the body. And you talk to the brain, not the body because you want the brain to respond through his or her feelings of self. okay, And you can measure this based upon, take two steps back, how they make contact. Take five steps back, how they interact. Take another 10 steps back, how they cooperate. Judge it for yourself, are they participating? If they're participating, right? Then they're performing since they receive past functions. Now, to what degree? What degree is that functionality? What is their human potential like? And that's why I said I scored in relation to home, school, neighborhood, and workplace. Because those are the places that this human potential is scored. Because we all have to experience those environments, environments, those social effects, that are influenced by our experiences of content interact with other people that carry the pain, right? And you're trying to work with a child who did not know they had this hurt and pain, and you're trying to do it in such a way without recognizing you may not even recognize this child is really really hurt by this. What I'm saying is you can figure out what this is when you score the relational home, school, and workplace networks because those are environmental. Test sites, right? And you you find out, where do you feel most confident? Best interest of the child. How do you determine in the best interest of this child, where is the safest place for this child to learn how to live? To learn how to learn, to learn how to think, and learn how to respond from where they are in the crises of learning how to help self-help discover self through research. We all got to do it. This is the Brain's Body. This is Doc Slayton Live coming at you again. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We can get really, really down deep. We can get really, really down deep, but I can't get really, really down deep. I need your support. I need to get sponsors. I need to get, oh, I need a whole lot of things. So again, this is Doc Slayton Live tuning out, tuning out. But remember, subscribe, 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 subscribe. Why? You help me help you help others. And that's the way this rolls. I'm Dr. Slayton live. Talk to your own brain. It will make sense to you. Give me your feedback. Let me know. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.